between a guy playing the guitar and me playing the piano, I mean, I think we have a band. Give me some doobie. <laughs> <laughs> I, not, I mean that in a musical oh, way. Okay. Clarify. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there are hundreds of school closings uh, this morning in the metro area, and you can find uh, your school, if it's closed, and others at WJR.com. All the school closings are there. You know, despite some progress, Michigan ranks dead last in tobacco prevention programs for young people. The state spends significantly less on cessation programs than recommended, impacting health and the economy. Joining us on the JR Morning Live line is Dr. Brittany Taylor. She's co-chair of Keep My Kids Tobacco-Free Alliance, and she's an internist and pediatrician at Hurley Medical Center, an advocate for tobacco prevention efforts. Dr. Taylor, welcome to JR Morning. So glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Michigan lawmakers are reconvening now in Lansing. Is it time for them to put a priority on smoking and vaping issues with young people? I would definitely say so, Um, particularly given this report that just came out that um, was saying, you know, just like you were saying, that Michigan is dead last um, in terms of our prevention funding. Um, Because of that, we have such a significant amount of young young people um, and um, young adults who are using tobacco products. It's just so much easier for them to get their hands on it. And then once they start using, uh, they're addicted, and then it sets them up for a lifetime of usage, unfortunately. Um, Doctor, can you explain how dangerous vaping is? I don't know that many people in the cigarette realm, but I do know people Mm -hmm. who vape. So, you know, a lot of the science is is pretty new. You know, it's a new product. Um, But we do have some preliminary data that's really, really strong that's showing that um, e-cigarettes are um, very harmful. Maybe they're not quite as harmful as combustible or like traditional tobacco products, but we know that they're they're very harmful um, just the same way that a tobacco, a regular tobacco product is. Um, That there's definitely some health harms, um, especially around lungs, um, around pregnancy, as well as around like heart attacks. um, and heart disease as well. Um, and, you know, as we continue to use them and we, we see kind of long-term effects, unfortunately, a lot of the people who are using right now are going to be our guinea pigs until we figure out um, some of those, you know, concretely what they are. Um, but some of our initial, you know, lab work that we've been doing kind of more on like rat models as well as um, just seeing people who've been using for 10, 12 years at this point um, can tell, unfortunately, that there are a lot of negative effects with that. It's not quite as benign and safe as I think a lot of the tobacco industry would want um, our current users um, to believe, unfortunately. It's kind of astonishing that a lot of the, you know, fiscally righteous folks up in Lansing will be really strident about being anti-drug and getting drug pushers out of our community and being anti-crime. And yet tobacco companies, which are essentially drug pushers, they won't make that a higher priority. So treat me like a really fiscally responsible human being who says, I want to see the cost and the benefit of these anti-tobacco programs. Do they deliver? Do they get kids to avoid those products? And, and, and they do. And, and that's the big thing is that right now in Michigan, we spend $5.3 um, billion a year on um, to be, uh, direct health care costs associated with tobacco use. I mean, this, this is a staggering number. Um, and, and many of those individuals are Medicaid and Medicare users. So we are paying for um, the, their, their tobacco use. And the best way to stop, you know, prevent someone to get from all these long-term events is to stop someone from um, using tobacco products as a, as a young 
young person as a as a yeah. adolescent. Ninety um, percent of the people who smoke um, or use tobacco products right now started before the age of eighteen, um, and we just we have a significant amount of um, young people using in Michigan, unfortunately, um, and we we know what works because um, unfortunately, as you as we were just talking about, Michigan does not put a lot of funding um, into prevention efforts. We're getting outspent twelve to one, right? I mean, the uh, yeah, tobacco exactly. companies are spending twelve bucks uh, yeah. to to market tobacco products to our kids for every one dollar we're spending to try to yeah. give them alternative information. Exactly, exactly. And again, we 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 pay for it in the long run um, by not not by not putting it in in the in the front, you know, and not putting in that prevention efforts. And unfortunately, we give the tobacco retailers a lot of free reign here in Michigan. We don't um, regulate them at all. And it really allows our, our, our young people to get a, our, their hands on this stuff. And again, we pay for it in the long run. And so that's a, a big thing we've been talking to the legislators about that, like, we, we are paying for it. You just might not see the price tag at the beginning, um, like a lot of public health efforts, you know. And, and because other states are doing this work and are doing such great work, we could tell, you know, that they have lower rates of youth tobacco use and so we know that this works um so that makes it kind of like a win-win we're going to save money and save lives uh dr taylor is there a bill that was introduced uh that the senate in the senate that uh they're working on to to do something about this there is there's actually a, a bill package um so several of them um so that senate bill um 40 um senate bill 49 um to 56 um which um goes over several different um, measures to help prevent um, youth tobacco usage, but one of them does directly increase the amount of funding that we um, put forward for tobacco um, prevention and cessation efforts. Um, some of the other things in the bill package are a ban on flavored tobacco products, um, introduction of a e-cigarette tax, which are currently an untaxed product uh, product right now in Michigan. So that's another line of revenue that will go directly towards tobacco prevention and cessation efforts, as well as um, requiring tobacco retailers to have a license. Um, what is the next step? Was is there? We only have a minute left. What is the next step? We for are. You guys? We want to hear it in committee. We we are hopefully um, waiting for the committee, um, which is going to be the regulatory reform committee, um, to bring that forward. So that way we can hear testimony and move that out of the uh, move that out of committee and onto the Senate floor. That is our next step. Well, Dr. Brittany Taylor, co-chair of Keep Michigan Kids Tobacco Free Alliance. Thank you so much for joining us and giving us this information. And we're hoping that Michigan. Uh, the legislature gets on the ball and starts really taking a closer look and making it a priority to keep uh, the smoking and vaping uh, out of the hands of our young people. You know, it's thank you. It's it, th- thanks, doctor. It's it's not only a health burden; it's an economic burden. Oh yeah, look at the huge expense uh, and w- all the other things you could be spending that money on if you weren't addicted to the nicotine. And I, and I think people think vaping is safe. It is not. They they do, and all these flavors and things, and it's just marketing the yeah, young it's people. Right in our kids. We'll be back.